preaching text today comes uh, from the words of the Apostle Paul in Romans. Hear those once again. Therefore, since we are justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have obtained access to this grace in which we stand, and we boast in our hope of sharing the glory of God. And not only that, but we also boast in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces character, produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope. And hope does not disappoint us because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit that has been given to us. Many of you have figured out by now that uh, before he started attending Salem with his family, uh, Chris Hersel and I had a previous relationship. My dad and I play APBA baseball, which is a tabletop recreation of actual baseball players and their statistics using cards and dice. Since 2000, my dad and I have been in a face-to-face league, and Chris joined that league several years later. We've all been friends since. He's a, you guys know him. He's a great guy. Uh, I never imagined, um, truth be told, uh, one day he would actually come to Salem let alone become one of our more active members. But I'm grateful to God uh, for the presence of him and of his family, and all because of this fellowship that he, my dad, and I share in this little game. In fact, uh, kind of giving away a bit of a secret, their absence today is because today is interleague day. They always have interleague on Sundays. It's one, of our, one, of our, uh, one of our league members is a devout atheist, so he doesn't really care. Uh, so it stinks. It's part of the reason why they're not here. We miss them. Uh, and wish them the best. Now, you may be asking yourself, Pastor, it's 2016, and you're one of those millennials. Shouldn't you be playing games on your Xbox or cell phone? To be honest, I've never really taken to video games. I like leaving things to chance, like the feel of the dice in my hands as I roll to determine the fate and future of a baseball game. And also, I need some verisimilitude, some realism in my fantasy scenarios that I just can't get from video games. I play other tabletop sports, but baseball really lends itself to the excitement as well as it yields more realistic results. And the visual projection in my head of what the dice are telling me is always a lot better than that on the screen. Now famously, there is a book written by a man named Robert Coover called the Universal Baseball Association Incorporated that talks about this kind of die-rolling passion. The main character's name is J. Henry Woe, which the writer did intentionally because his initials come out to J.H.W.H. or, more familiarly, Y.H.W.H. or Yahweh, which is the Jewish name for God. And Mr. Woe definitely plays God in this league. His obsession far surpasses my own. A mild-mannered accountant by day, he creates his own tabletop baseball game at night, which he plays religiously. It consumes all of his free time. Not only does he create his own players and teams, but he also gives them backstories and post-league careers. My dad, Chris, and I enjoy a league while Mr. Woe enjoys a universe. One night while he's playing, a young player in Mr. Woe's league, who he is quite attached to, becomes the first person to ever be killed on the field, when when in an extremely unlikely toss of the dice, 
he is struck by a fastball to the head. And it drives woe, or for sake of the book, God insane. The boundary line between real and fantasy has become so blurred for him that he cannot accept the fact that one of his own creations, who might as well be a living flesh and blood human being, has died. Even though this game is fictitious, Woe has an existential meltdown as he deals with the consequences of playing God. He eventually loses his job and nearly his sanity as he struggles to cope with the loss. Playing God is a term that comes up often. Doctors supposedly play God with lives that are spared and lives that are taken. Critics of stem cell research claim that humans are too irresponsible to have the power to play God. Even Woe plays God with the roll of three dice. His best player is killed by the laws that he set. It seems that we talk about playing God only when issues of life and death are involved. The thing is, playing God, if there really is such a thing, is a problematic term if you consider life and death scenarios only. It assumes that God really only cares about us coming and going, and that gives us way more credit than we deserve in dictating the circumstances of others, no matter what our role is in organizing them. I don't really know if the term is a comfortable one, an appropriate one, or a responsible one to use. Now, on a basic level, explaining the Trinity is an attempt to answer the question of how God plays the role of God, how God works, why God does what God does. 52 Sundays out of the year, there's a corresponding observation in our worship, but this is the one Sunday that we celebrate a doctrine, and a very important one. Now, despite my love for Atba baseball, I think understanding God by having the Trinity explained is about the same as believing that we play God when we roll dice. God does not decide our fate in that way, and God does not exist in a way that can be described so crassly. I believe strongly in the mystery of God and think that we can never know everything there is to know about the Trinity. But today's text paints a good picture of how it does indeed work for us. Now Paul's writing in Romans gives this good example. We start out with our favorite word in the whole Lutheran church, justification. Because of what Jesus did when he died and rose again, God gives us the grace to forgive our sins. We realize this grace through faith. It justifies us before God. And this is awesome stuff. And we come to that faith by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, which, as it is written, pours God's love into our hearts. It really is as simple as that. There are no throws of the dice, no musings on what it means to play God. God plays God by bringing God to us. Because of what Jesus did, there is nothing we can do to earn God's love. And we understand that by the Holy Spirit. In just a mere few verses, Paul describes what pastors trip over themselves every year to do. Chris made reference to this when we exchanged emails over Theology Thursday, saying, Maybe it's my ignorance, but I thought folks in your job always made this more confusing than it needed to be. 
And we do, to be sure. At the heart of it, God helping you understand God's love is God playing God. We can branch out and learn theology more deeply, but it all comes back to God's love for us. The Trinity is an expression of that wonderful love. When it comes to our fate, God leaves nothing to chance. The best way to understand God is not to try and learn everything. The pursuit of knowledge has left many a good person faithless. The best way to understand God is to try and understand God's love for us and to share that love with others. Because when we confess the gospel of Jesus through the faith that we have in God, the Trinity works in perfect harmony and it works through you and it works just fine. So you can discard this life and death understanding of God alone. Justification begins working for us the moment we are baptized because God's love is good enough. And I think much like God, justification is not something that can be easily explained as being good enough for heaven. Rather, as Paul teaches, justification pulls us into cycle with the Trinity. Because the loving God has decided to work through us to share God's love in the world. Yeah, I I think it's great that I don't need to do anything in order to merit the forgiveness of my sins and the promise of eternal life. But that alone is not just what God is about. If I know all of these things, but if I am not willing to share God's love, then to quote Paul for a very popular marriage text, I am a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. I don't have love. Love for God and neighbor is what makes the Trinity functional. God would never chance your person with a simple roll of the dice. There are far more important things at stake. We may never be able to fully explain the concept of the Trinity, but if we can share faith, hope, and God's love with all people, then we're off to a good start. And from there, the rest is academic. In this life and in the next, God the Creator, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit are always working through you because you are justified, your sins are forgiven, and you are made free. Thanks be to God. Amen.